welcome to another episode of The First Incision, a CMF podcast where we look at topics at the interface of faith and medicine affecting our Christian lives in today's world. I'm your host, Dr John Greenall. Now, did you know that CMF doesn't stand alone? We're part of a worldwide network of organisations just like us. In fact, there are over 80 member organisations across the world. We're members of ICMDA, that's the International Christian Medical and Dental Association which is the umbrella organisation for these movements, currently headed up by a gentleman named Dr Peter Saunders. ICMDA's mission is that it exists to start and strengthen Christian national medical and dental movements, and its vision, which I think is really exciting, is a Christian witness through doctors and dentists in every community, in every nation. And today I've got the privilege of being joined by not just one, but three friends who are involved in the work of ICMDA, And we're going to hear a bit about what God is doing across our world through movements like CMF. So Esther, Hedwin, Augustine, welcome to the first incision. Now let's hear from you, Esther. First of all, many say that ICMDA actually stands for the International Christian Marriage and Dating Agency. And you've just helped to perpetuate that myth by getting married. So congratulations. Thank you so much. So yeah, just tell us a bit about, about yourself and where you live and what you do. So thank you so much for inviting us here. Um, My name is Esther and uh, I'm from Switzerland. So I'm coming from the German part of Switzerland and uh, I'm trained as an ophthalmologist. And in ICMDA, I actually work for Western Europe, which is like the region in uh, one of the five regions in Eurasia, holding 10 countries. And actually the UK is part of it. So I'm a bit familiar of what's going on here in the UK and very happy to be here and to talk a bit more about ICMDA and our meeting now, the current meeting here in uh, London. I'm Hedwin. I'm from uh, Indonesia in a city called Surabaya and I'm a dentist and I am graduated as a dentist in 2011 and I continue uh, study in a postgraduate in uh, oral medicine and God brings me more now into the oral HIV field. And uh, for ICMD, I am, um, my position is called Associate Executive Officer for Southeast Asia region. So I am serving mainly to see medical and dental student and junior graduates in Southeast Asia since 2016. My name is Augustine, uh, originally from the DRC, but uh, currently living in Durban as a surgeon. And my involvement with the ICMDA is uh, with regard to the student and the junior graduate work. So one of the um, executive officer uh, overseeing the work of ICMDA in sub-Saharan Africa. Well, it's really good to have you here. And I know you're representing um, just a, a group of people who are here this week um, who are doing roles like yourselves all across the world. So, Hedwin, you just want to tell us a bit about what you're doing here in, in London this week altogether. So... Uh, in this week, um, it's a meeting for um, volunteers of ICMDA globally. So it's really a nice mixture of all regions uh, across the world. We are seeing people from the Middle East, from East Asia. Uh, there are one from South Korea, from Oceania. I think almost yeah, all the 12 regions of the world is represented and it's very exciting. Yeah. And on the first day especially, we got to hear... Uh, the latest update from every region. And it was very encouraging to see the Lord is moving um, in the in all the 12 regions of the world. And yeah, it's just very encouraging to see um, all updates. And we share, we, we discuss about 
what is the trends, how God works, and what is the best practices from one part of the world that the other can learn from. And we also discussed about challenges and opportunities um, uh, that may be similar or different from one another. So it was very rich discussion. And yeah, it was great and and uh, happy to learn from one another. Yeah, so maybe we can also specifically look at the topic of leadership. We have been like discussing this forward, backward. Like we heard a lot of inputs from all the 12 regions of ICMDA. And what we saw that is that we all lack leaders, meaning like, you know, people who stand up, who have the courage to um, work in the medical field as Christian doctors and who are ready to support um, the local medical Christian groups. And uh, we are just discussing how we can raise those people. How can we find those people? And I think now when you're listening to us, you might feel like, yeah, actually, we do like them. How can we get involved? Please just like <laughs> come towards us. But in general, um, we want to see like that in every nation, there are like Christian doctors being a testimony among their patients, their colleagues. But for that, we have to provide also training or train people that they are able to stand up because without being equipped, it will be very difficult to be a leader, actually. And we're focusing as well, or we were focusing on that quite a bit during our meeting. And I think now when we hear from Augustine, what we did in uh, Cambridge, there is like a big history. He will talk about it, but we want to see this history continuing. Yeah, speaking of uh, history at Cambridge, I think one of the highlights is to see how the Christians have influenced um, culture and politics and sciences. And, and looking at that, you, you would be amazed. It's, it was inspiring to see that, that there was some influence of the church, particularly uh, the Christian movement and the Reformation. And this is, this is uh, in the background of today's is culture of, of Christianity being something that should be privatized. And, and therefore, we, we're losing out on this benefit of the early church or those who uh, pioneer this work. And, and it was good to see that the, uh, the influence of those um, matter uh, were ready to, to live out their faith in, in action and the end result of, of what it has uh, impacted the nations. I mean, we're talking about uh, end of slavery, we're talking about education, we're talking about health, we're talking about almost every entire sector of life being influenced by, by faith in Christ. That's, that's so um, amazing mm. to witness. Oh, it's so good to hear. And it's, it's great, isn't it? We can be inspired by those who have done things in the past. I mean, I'd be really keen to hear, um, moving on from there, about what's going on at the moment and whether you can share with us a story or an example of how God's moving in, in your region um, at the moment. Well, interesting that you mentioned uh, how inspiring stories. I think uh, one of the stories that comes to mind is, is me thinking of, of, of young people having been in, raised up in the culture of social media and having them uh, sustain that throughout the years. It's, it is quite more a changing experience. I mean, recently I was attending a, a conference, a ICMDA, the Francophone World uh, Conference in West Africa in Burkina Faso. And one of the young men uh, who was part of the organizing team, uh, his name is David, he, he kind of shared with me his experience. And 
all he said to me was he's glad I could visit, I could come to this conference in his home country where he's arranging this. And I was surprised. He took me off guard and I asked him why, why me specifically. He said, because since he was in first year, the first person who shared with him about the vision of ICMD was me and challenged him in first year, telling him that within 10 years, most of the students would have either lose their faith or not being involved. And now that he's a doctor, seven years later, I come to his country and he's organizing the conference. That was so moving. Wow. I didn't wow. expect that, uh, to see him involved, uh, to write even an invitation later that I come to speak and, and him specifically challenging me that I'm still there, it can be done and that's encouraging. That is so encouraging. Thank you. Thank you, Augustine. That's brilliant. Well, you know, in my case, since I've been involved in ICMDA, sometimes we feel like we can structure our work or like plan everything in advance since we like to plan a lot in Switzerland. But in that work, um, it's very important to keep God so much involved because then a much, um, how to say, like wider field opens and much more impact comes from ways you would never expect. If we would plan every step ahead of us, like it would get where we plan, but like having God in our work, it opens such a big world that we cannot plan for it. And I can give you maybe an example, like, you know, like for Western Europe, for my region, Italy is part of it. And Italy is a very Catholic um, country. And uh, maybe you think Western Europe is an easy country to work uh, amongst Christians, but it's not the case, especially not the South part. And um, there it was easy to not easy to find the contacts. And, you know, there was like once a big exhibition and I went there and someone was leading us through this exhibition. This guy told me, well, I have Egyptian background and, um, you know, I, I'd like to study medicine. And yeah, by the way, I'm Christian. I'm like, oh, that's really interesting. Let's keep in touch. And then, you know, there was nothing happening in, it in Italy or not much. And then through Fadi... Um, something happened in that country. He suddenly was connected after he has passed the exam. And now it's a vibrant group, like moving forward, supporting so many other people, even abroad. So that's like something we just cannot calculate. So never we should forget God, like, because he will lead us and take us the way he guides us. And that's amazing. Something which is very special to me. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much. That's so encouraging. Thank you. How about you, Hedwin? Yeah, we are seeing lots of things happening in Southeast Asia. We are seeing, I can say, great revival. I can say that that young people are really love Jesus. They really want to to sacrifice their life, to give their life for Jesus and His calling. We are seeing people very passionate about medical mission in the region. We are going to have our second Southeast Asia Medical Missions Conference in Bangkok next year, in 2020. And the first in 2017 was great. It was 260 more participants from 16 countries. They, they gathered together in Indonesia and we are talking about how we can really serve Jesus and, and, and really contribute for his kingdom in our region and in, 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 in especially in the 11 countries of Southeast Asia. We are seeing uh, rapid growth of CMF groups in Southeast Asia, uh, in the last two or three years, new CMF is formed. We are seeing CMF Thailand, CMF Laos, 
and then CMF Vietnam. And then also we are getting in partners with Myanmar Christian Health Workers Association. We see a big group of doctors in touch in Philippines. And then we are seeing also the rise of movement in Malaysia and many parts of Indonesia. And we are seeing Singaporean students become very missional. So it was really amazing time. And we are seeing great things. Um, the Lord opening so many doors. And yeah, it's just great to see uh, also uh, to see doctors and dentists also serve cross-culturally between countries and regions. Mm, thank you. Well, that's really inspiring to hear. Thanks, Edwin. Really encouraging for us in the UK, um, where we there's a lot of challenges. And I think most people listening to this will, will be saying, yeah, but there's such a such hard soil here in, in the UK and in Western Europe, as Esther's uh, referred to there. So w- we obviously sense those challenges. Could you maybe share a challenge or two that you're experiencing in your, in your regions as well? Perhaps I'll start back with you, Hedwin, um, a challenge in the midst of the, of the encouragements. Yeah, the challenge will be because our region is also growing economically. Um, uh, lots of developing countries um, have just... Uh, come out of crisis like Myanmar, like Vietnam, like Cambodia. So so they are really uh, in the very big pressure of materialism. So, um, so out of the Christian group, there is a big family pressure as well to, to really going abroad and then pursue your career and become very successful materially, uh, economically also as a doctor and dentist. So, of course, that's the, the challenge where where um, people should really choose what you want to pursue in life. Is it God's calling or the world's calling? Mm-hmm. And, and, and really uh, to, to have a strong CMF group, it's really make a difference in those people's life. And also, of course, um, uh, people are getting busy and busy because lots of development is there, lots of courses, lots of engagements, lots of involvements, organizations. Um, it's like very much options are there now for the young people. So it's not easy to get uh, very committed volunteers uh, on the team. And we are uh, continue to pray for people who want to uh, be the volunteer of ICMDA in the region. We are currently praying for one or two more area representatives, which is not easy to find. And yeah, so that is the situation, uh, currently the challenge that we are facing. Great, thank you. Esther? Very interesting, Hedwin, because I feel in the West, we actually suffer from the fruits of what you start to feel as a pressure in your countries. So it's much harder to find people who commit, who are ready to work for the purpose that maybe God has given us. So that's a big challenge for us and uh, we see how how much we are busy in our daily life and we, we get lost somehow on the way. So in this, I feel it's a big pressure, but on the other hand, it's a big chance also to start to stand up for that. I feel just that we have to have a certain training to be equipped, to be able to stand up and then we can make a difference in our societies, which seem to be very hard. It's the case, but there is a huge field we can like actually be servants for others mm-hmm. mm, absolutely yeah thank you well to be to be honest as as uh, one might know uh, if you think that uh, africa is one country uh, then 
It's not. It's not a country. It's a continent. Do you still yeah. get? Do, do people still say that to you? The country of Africa. Yeah. Most of the time, people ask me, "You are from South Africa. You must know somebody from Ghana," and they believe that we are neighbors. <laughs> Oh, wow. I can tell you that Africa being diverse, uh, either from different colors of skin, different cultures, almost every 20 kilometers, it's another language. And being another language, it's another culture, it's another religion, it's another principle, it's another influence, it's another... So it's, it's really very, very diverse. So when we're looking at West Africa, we we start seeing radicalization of Muslim and, and, and the influence of, of that is really, really impacting the nation in West Africa. When you look at the East Africa, it's another challenge of sorts. And this is mainly because of more rise, economical rise, the cities, the metropolitan. So religion become a private matter. And, and therefore, it's no longer something that to treasure. It's, it's really belongs to you. Well, you look at the uh, Southern Africa or, or the rest of the continents almost altogether, it's really, really uh, corruption everywhere. And, and these are the challenges. I mean, we're talking from corruption to diseases to, uh, to maladministration. And, and you, can, you can think of anything or secularization, as you might think of, specifically in Southern Africa. And that's, those are kind of threats to, um, uh, to, to faith in, in Christ. But does that put us off guard or in despair? No, we still have hope. And, and um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and no, thank you for sharing for sharing that, um, guys. I've, I've loved chatting. It'd be great to do just before we finish. If there's anything you'd like to say, just to those who are listening, there's people in their cars at the moment on their commutes or listening in the gym, um, pounding the uh, the treadmill. But could you share something that might encourage them or challenge them as as, as we sort of close our time together? Well, a lot of encouragement is that we're talking about a lot of potential, specifically in the African context where majority of people are young people. I mean, when we're talking young people, we're talking more than 60% are below 35 years. Oh, wow. And that's the potential. And with that, if you tap into that, you really can reach whatever you can. And at this stage, people have not made up their mind. So if we help them to make up their mind, I think it can be a good, uh, a good um, idea. Uh, in, in terms of health, I mean, targeting medical schools that are growing in numbers almost every corner, we're having an influence. If we, we tap into that potential, we can change a lot of structures, a lot of, um, uh, a, a lot of even issues like Ebola, issues like corruption, issues like where ethical leadership can be at at core values and not necessarily in the health sectors, but in every area, it could change. We, we believe this is the time, there has never been any, any great time than this one where we're having young people that can take the nation forward. Mm -hmm. And as I said, educating, if, if your project is for a six months, then you must plant some rice. It's for a year, probably uh, another project. But if it's for 100 years, educate kids and I think training and education will be the key to succeed and turn around um, the world. Absolutely, yeah, and investing in the young people yes. and the student work, um, absolutely so important, yeah, thank you. Yeah, maybe like, uh, we don't know where you are very, right now are listening to us, but um, 
maybe you're drowning, you feel like you're too busy, like since we're talking a bit about people in the West, like you're too busy, you feel like you cannot make steps further in certain areas of your life. But basically, I would like to encourage you to have the courage to take an extra step, a step of faith, because that's the place where you actually will meet God because you will be dependent on him and he will lead you and you will really like you will find him being at work worldwide in your country in your hospital among your friends so I just want to encourage you take this step be courageous go for it my message will be that God has a specific plan on your life he has a general plan for everybody it's very specific plan for your life uh, so please hear that and consider also where will you serve it might be in the UK or in Europe but also might be in many parts of the world so if you are interested to uh, other part of the world especially Southeast Asia you can definitely come and explore some opportunities come to our conference medical missions conference next year and of course uh, that you can start to impact the world through your prayers. So I really encourage you to also um, hear God's call and also to pray for other countries, pray for uh, people uh, can uh, know him and his love. And uh, and I think your, your prayers can really make a big difference. Yeah, so that's my two messages. Great. Guys, thank you so much. Uh, it's really inspiring for us here in the UK to have you come and visit us. Thank you so much. Um, you are three of the busiest people that I know. Um, and yet the time that you give um, to to the, this, the work of CMF, where you are, um, is just so immense. And um, yeah, we just it's just such a privilege to, to have you. Um, I mean, at CMF, we, um, we very much want to have a, a global out, out, outlook. Um, and those who are listening will know that we have a global department at CMF. And uh, we want to support the work of ICMDA by praying and giving and, and going, as you've just suggested, Hedwin, to support conferences and specific initiatives. And if you'd like to do that, please do get in touch with us. Also check out www.icmda.net to find out more about ICMDA and how we can support them. The fact is that, that the membership of CMF and your giving enables so much to happen, and we thank God for this, both in terms of what we can give overseas, but also how we can host training conferences like the Sydenham 1 Student Leaders Training Conference in February and the Sydenham 2 Junior Doctors Conference in, uh, in October. Um, so do, do get in touch with us if you'd like to support us um, in any other way. Guys, thank you so much for what you've shared with us. Uh, may God bless you and, and as you spend the rest of your week with us here in London. Um, that's all for, for this week. Hope you've enjoyed that and we look forward to being with you in a couple of weeks' time for another episode. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.